Hello, this is Pastor Jay. I'm excited to invite you to come over to listen to our broadcast on YouTube. Yes, Walk in True Christian Fellowship Church on YouTube. We have some great videos over there and you'll be able to listen to all the lessons and the podcast. So again, subscribe, like, and continue to comment and listen. This is Pastor Jay. Talk to you later. Peace. Welcome to the Let Us Reason Together broadcast with pastor-teacher Dr. James Sutton of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast for more contact information. And now your host, Dr. James Sutton. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk in Truth Radio Podcast, and this is your weekend Let Us Reason Together. Yesterday, Friday, I often watch different talk shows to get a feel for what's going on in America. And what I see is insidious and very dangerous. We have become the rat hole Sodom and Gomorrah of the world. Everybody wants to do what they want to do with whom they want to do it with. And now what we define as family has completely changed. God is not pleased. The men of the gospel have compromised because of their lust and unfailed desires. If you read in the Old Testament, it was always the men who looked beyond the gift of the women that God gave them. I began to search out and do other things as the heathen nations around them did. It's almost like the Israelites kept forgetting who their God was, what their God required, and the standard that God placed before them. Not because he's a mean God, because he loves them, and he wanted them to stay unstained, He wanted them to be a light. And now we have the church making the same mistakes. I watched Jerry Springer yesterday in particular. And yesterday summed up the many episodes that I had watched before in the past. The show was about basically men who are actually women who are dating men that don't know they're women. And then also women who are men who are dating women who don't actually know that they're actually born a woman. Now, what I found out that was quite fascinating, I don't know this was done by design or by accident, but I think there's no accident in certain things in the way our our culture portrays African-Americans. It was interesting that all the women who were actually men that portrayed themselves to be a woman were African-American. Do you hear what I said? All of them. And the one Caucasian situation was two best friends, one that grew up together and he knew that his friend was gay and his friend wanted to have a relationship greater than friendship but they left as friends yeah they did the little fighting thing but they left as friend 
But the African-American man who found out later that he was dating another man that portrayed himself to be a woman, they got into the big fights, the ones where they ring the bell. And the African-American men that dated these women were very weak men. I would, I, they were suspect anyway, but they try to defend their manhood. And then the African-American man that was a woman, transsexual, I guess, they bragged on the fact that they were able to pull it off and keep the secret this far. Even as far as some of them having sex in the dark or while being intoxicated. This was quite disturbing to me in many different ways. But the men said they did not want to be with a man. One of them name was Tasha. And the guy said, I met you as Tasha, but you really are Tony or Taylor. Well, again, we watched all of this. So now my question is, why? How does this make sense? What are we doing now in our culture as African Americans that we accept such a thing as to being now possibly normal? And we quick and you can just plainly see the dysfunction in this. The slap in God's face in this. The total humility of a culture of people in this. And when the woman who was dating a, a, a woman that was pretending to be a man, she was African-American. And so was the, was the woman man that she was dating. Did they fight? No. She accepted it. The African-American queen accepted the relationship with this, this trans man. And he came out and he was so gentle and honest, but he hadn't been honest with her and she had kids. And her first objection was, I have kids. I've introduced you to them. What are they to say? But the lust burned so deep in her for this trans man. That she went on finally said, I'll give it a try. And they got up and tongue kissed right there on the stage. This is not an abnormality. This is not something that happens every once in a while. This has become the norm. And you know why? Because you Christians will not stand up for anything. If you cannot stand up to the abomination that things are happening here right now, how can you stand up for Christ and be serious? We're not taken serious because we're not willing to die for what we believe in. The Muslims are taken serious, but we are not. I wonder why. Because out of this false definition of love, we tolerate everything and compromise every chance we get just to so-called get along. But what I saw on this stage was not getting along. All I saw 
was an African-American man demasculized and an African-American woman having to settle for something that's an abomination. If God's word is true and every man is a liar, read Romans chapter one and chapter two. God has turned America over to its own lust. And there are so-called Christians participating in their own lust and desire at that level. And then what will happen is they will have the nerve to call themselves followers of Christ. And because they have a financial impact on the church, we accept that foolishness and embrace it. And now that small minority has so much power, not only in the African-American community, but also in the community at large in America. And when we don't agree, we hate. But they hate our lifestyle. They hate the Bible. They hate the God that we serve. They hate the Jesus that died on the cross for the sin that they're committing. And when their defense is, well, there's other sins. Of course there are. Of course there are. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about what God had called an abomination. There were some sins that God just simply called an abomination. And this is one of them. They want to run to Enoch, the book of Enoch, and say the reason why God didn't like Sodom and Gomorrah because of their hospitality. Really? Do you think that's it? Do you think just because they was not hospitable that God pronounced a death sentence on Sodom and Gomorrah? When two strangers who come to town, if you know anything about Middle Eastern culture, it was Lot's obligation to protect them. And they wanted to destroy them. They wanted to sleep with them. They wanted to rape them with their perversion, with the lust that burned in them. There's no repentance. Even once these, these circumstances were found out by the person who was unsuspected, there was no apology. It was arrogance. It was it was pride. I fooled you and you liked it. So you must want to be with me. And it happened with the men. And again, with the one Caucasian uh, segment. They talked about how well the one guy was endowed and they were friends since babies. and But they parted as friends. He, the manhood of the one that was a man was left intact, but the other man on African-American side was in suspect. Even Jerry Springer doesn't know and understand why his show was so popular when it's so foolish. It's so insidious. It's so damaging to the goodness of the soul of Americans and around the world. And yet his show will go on because that's what we have the hunger for. We are now letting our children decide what sex they want to be. How can they survive the onslaught of the media and the press and the culture of today that tries to push homosexuality, transgenderism and everything in between? And then Facebook gets mad when I say one day you're going to be able to marry the rocks, the trees, the dogs, the cats, the cows. And anything that you want to do when there's legislation being pushed all the time 
for pedophilia, the legal age to be lowered. And you're mad at me. You're going to put me in Facebook jail because I speak the truth in love. Well, let me tell you something. I'm one of those pastors. I'm not going to compromise. I don't want to hear it. I understand it. It is what it is. It's an abomination. And if you don't repent, you're going to go to hell. And some of you got loved ones. I got one in my family. So what they got to do with God? Jesus said, I didn't come to make friends. I come to cause division in the household. And you have to decide today. Are either you on God's side or are you on the world's side? The Bible warns us not to love the worlds or the things in it. And we're too busy trying to compromise to get along with evil. We do live in a time where we call evil good and good evil. We live in a time where people are double-minded and unstable. We live in a time and an era where children can't walk the street or play anymore. Where fathers are rarely seen outside throwing the ball around with their sons. Where you don't see little girls playing hopscotch and jump rope anymore. Why is that? Because we're pushing our kids into sexuality too early. We're pushing them to experiment. We're pushing them into drugs. We're pushing them into do what you want to make your flesh feel good. Men are scared to be challenged because they get their feelings hurt. Women are being challenged to be as masculine as they can so they can survive. What do we do, saints? And then we have abortion. The ultimate end of a lustful society between heterosexuals. Babies that are unwanted get discarded, not because of medical reasons, just because people can't handle the choices they make and the inconvenience of the choice that they make and they can get rid of it and make it disappear. And now we're even questioning when a person is human or not. When that question has been solved by God, when you are conceived, you are a child created in the image of God. You don't have to wait till the hands form and the ears are made and the nose. At the minute of conception, God has ordained that to come to pass. We are twisted now, mixed up, messed up. Marriages are strained because the roles have been reversed. People don't know whether you're a mother or a father. And now they want us to address each other in third party language. Pronouns. He and she. And you get to decide any day, any time, any moment, which one you want to be from one second to the next. And it's my job to figure out what you want to be called. The devil is a lie. We're not playing with that. And if it means that we lose necessarily our tax exempt status, so be it. 
But what about the hate that they have for us? I don't hate anybody. I just have a standard, which is the word of God. God loves you enough to send his son to die for you. And if you don't believe in everything in that scripture, then you hate the God of the Bible. Love is not about compromising my standards, my statutes, my beliefs. Love is that I'll tell you the truth on how I believe. And if we can be friends and we can join together. But the Bible tells us also, once we know where the lines are drawn, come out from among them. We're too busy courting the world versus edifying the strength of the saints that are in our midst and allowing the Holy Spirit to send those who are asleep to us. We just need to preach the word unadulterated without apology. We need to be apologetics. Apologists. Those who are willing to fight for the faith and defend it with their life but not apologize and compromise for the foolishness of this world. Hiding our inadequacy in scripture and be able to explain what the Bible says in ethereal cloud-like talk, being mystics and magical, but we're missing where the rubber meets the road and they know it. The enemy knows that we spend so much time trying to tap into the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, but can't deal in this dimension we live in because we are let the wolves in and the sheep are being slaughtered. And as that young lady sat there, as quiet and as beautiful as she was, this African queen, she looked up at this woman who portrayed himself to be a man and said, it's different for me, but you know, I'll go ahead and try it. And she has children at home. And then what was most telling was she says, so I want to have more children. And then this woman who portrays to be a man seriously and jokingly, jokingly put a capstone on it by saying, I'll give you my egg. She seemed bewildered at the moment. But again, I told you, it ended with a tongue kiss that was deep and passionate. And now her children are left to this. What is this? He looks like a man, but is a woman. Saints, we must, we must wake up. We must decide who we are today. I don't need any congratulations. I don't need any negative comments. These are my convictions. And I will live and die for them. I want you to listen next to this insert that I have from Wretched Radio. And you tell me, how can you say that we are a favored nation by God after listening to this? This is Pastor Jay with Walker Truth Radio Podcast. Let us reason together and listen to this last segment.
Always remember, walk in truth. Peace. Indiana's Attorney General held a service for the remains of more than 2,400 unborn babies found in a late abortionist's home and car last year. According to the Daily Caller, Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill held a funeral service last Wednesday where he laid to rest the 2,411 unborn babies whose fetal remains were kept hidden by the abortionist Laura Klopfer. The remains were only discovered last fall following Klopfer's death by his family. 2,246 remains at his house and more remains found when they searched the 75-year-old's vehicle. In his statement at the funeral, Hill said, we want to lay to rest the 2,411 unborn children. In doing so, we fulfill our obligation as a state pursuant to law and conscience to the unborn babies whose lives were terminated through abortions performed in clinics in Fort Wayne, Gary, and South Bend. Although these abortions took place from 2000 to 2003, until today, the remains had yet to receive an appropriate resting place. Regrettably, there is no shortage of depravity in our world today, including due regard for the most vulnerable among us, and so we brought them home back to Indiana. He ended his statement with, These babies deserve better than a cold, dark garage or the trunk of a car. Also at the ceremony, Hill noted that it appears several of the remains may belong to babies who were aborted illegally, saying that possibility is still under. Thank you for listening in today to Let Us Reason Together broadcast with Dr. James Sutton. You may send letters of prayerful support and your tax-deductible financial gift to Walk in Truth, 7852 Milan Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63130. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 314-629-0024. You can also visit the ministry website at www.walkintruthministries.com or email us at witmin at yahoo.com. And be sure to check us out at Walk in Truth Ministries on Facebook and Walk in Truth Radio SoundCloud. Be sure to tune in next week for another thought-provoking broadcast from Let Us Reason Together. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk in Truth Radio Podcast. And I want to invite all those within the St. Louis metropolitan area and around the world to come worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building, located at 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. We also have our Rescue Addiction Recovery Program on Mondays from 7 p.m. until 8 p.m. Our Bible studies are held every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can also catch us, follow us, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Please come out and join us, follow us, follow our podcast, but most of all, get saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost, and always remember, walk in truth. And if you'd like to contact me by email, you can do so by going to walkintruthministries at yahoo.com or w-i-t-m-i-n at yahoo.com. Thank you and bless you. And we look forward to worshiping and fellowshipping with you. Peace.